What's up, awesome baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with your favorite baddies, Shannon. And Gail. And Gail. Hey, Gail. Hi. This, this is our last virtual episode. Isn't that crazy? Cue the crowd cheering. I'm so freaking excited to have you back. Hasn't this, has this, is this, full, this is our fourth episode remote? I think so. Yeah. Is it really? Like, I feel like I can't even. Why, why do I feel like this is only like our third remote episode? I, I don't, don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. I'm, I can't say I'm having fun without you, but I, I guess like it hasn't deterred people away because I, I had Peter check our, our streams and they're still consistent. So the baddies <laughs> still love us even virtually. Love to hear that. Yeah, honestly, that. thank you baddies for bearing with us because I know it's never fun to listen to like different audios and stuff. I did get feedback from people that isn't, they said it wasn't horrible. They were like, it's, it's not bad. They were like, I've listened to some podcasts that like, it's very, like it's very noticeable when people are like remote and stuff. And they're like, yours isn't bad. So that's good at least, but I'm sure it's not the same as us being in the studio. No. I only listen to our episodes on mute. So I would have no idea. <laughs> uh, I listened to the opening of last week's episode and I heard you, I immediately turned it off. I was like, nope, we're not doing this. I, I don't like how it sounds, but that's just me. Cause I'm, I have weird auditory issues. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, but I know it's crazy. I feel like the last month went by. I, I feel like life just goes by fast, but I feel like the last month went by like super, super fast. You can it's say just, that like, the, again. Life does go by fast. I know. Like how the hell? It's almost May. Like I feel like literally yesterday it was like our like Christmas episode. And we were like just getting back into the swing of things. And isn't it crazy to think that at this point, like our Miami trip was two months ago. I'm just very rattled by that. I know. I know. By the time this episode comes out, it will be May and you will be back in Boston. How do you feel about that? It's your last weekend in New York. Are you, what are you feeling? I'm like depressed for sure. <laughs> um, and like sad. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like a weird feeling because there's a lot of like fun things coming up to look forward to. So it's not like I'm not appreciative like I have like some fun things going on obviously like so many like friends and family like in Boston so I'm not upset because I'm going back to a bad situation it's just like as you know like I love New York and it's always been my dream to come here for an extended period of time so it is sad at the thought of leaving but I don't I don't know I'm just like happy here I feel like I just like wake up and I literally am just like smiling like walking around very bizarre feeling God. but with that being said like I feel like we had so many like just done so many things had so many fun memories and had such a good time which I'm trying to work on you know when like you go through different chapters of your life and it's easy to like feel like sad or anxious we always talk about this like when you're starting something new I'm like trying to work on like being just like appreciative like in the end of the day like the past month has been one of the best months of my life and I don't know if the next month will be or if it'll suck but like I'm just like trying to just be happy that it happened and like appreciative that I got the opportunity to do this regardless so like while I'm sad I'm also just like wow like I'm so happy that I had the ability to do this and that my job allowed me to come here and that I could do this with my boyfriend it was like it was fun so I'm definitely like you know gonna come back smiling I'm crying. I'm thinking of what Paul texted us when he, he thought that drinks was ending for April Fool's. He said, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. <laughs> and I had to be like, April Fool's, bitch. <laughs> but honestly, it's so true. It is. It is. I love it, that it's perspective. Definitely hard. It, it, it's hard to have that perspective. I mean, obviously, me just coming home from New York isn't like obviously like a insane thing like it's it's harder to have that perspective when something else like bigger maybe like ends in your life but I do think like having being able to look back on something and being like wow look I'm I feel like I learned so much from that or I grew from that and it was like an awesome experience and I'm thankful I feel like that's something that we as humans don't do enough and I definitely don't do enough so I'm like trying to work on it but it's mm -hmm. been good how is how are you how was your weekend how was my weekend? You know, people ask me that all the time, like Monday at the office. And I'm like, how was my weekend? I don't know. Um, I think it was good. I generally cannot. I can't recall. Well, you, have fun, you have fun plans this weekend coming up, though. 
Oh yeah, we're we're having well, not fun. It's actually like more sad stuff. But, like, yeah, fun at the same time. we're having a goodbye going away party for our friends Katie and Clint. Um, I mean, it's sad for us, but it's dope for them because they're what traveling the world for I don't know six months. So fun. like cool, That's can't freaking relate. I heard that you're gonna be landing a a chapa on Nima's rooftop. <laughs> yeah, Michael and I were talking about it, and if. Anna Delvey can steal a blade, then we're going to steal a blade <laughs> and we're going to land it on the Nemo rooftop to help celebrate the, the going away. I'm, I'm fully expecting that. If you don't do it, you're fake, but um, <laughs> I'm kidding. How is it? so crazy that like, I feel like so many of our friends are just like doing dope shit. Like Caitlin moved to Charlotte. They're like, they're going to, they're going to Europe for six months. Like I feel like we just have like so many people in our lives that I feel like we're all like we spent so much time during the pandemic together, like in this like little group where we did everything together, and then we all kind of like went our separate like, ways flew from the nest. <laughs> Dude, we're getting to that age where it's that's normal, and that's like a part of our life is getting used to friends moving on to bi- literally bigger and better things, and yeah. our friendships aren't going to always stay the same. We'll obviously always still be friends, but it's you know, different when we're all in different states, for sure. The dynamic has completely changed. Yeah, I agree. But there's also a part of me that feels like, I mean, maybe not for everyone, but I do feel like kind of we're like in this period where like after being locked down, everyone kind of was just, even like my friend Jordan, like she's like, all right, that's it. Like I'm going, I'm traveling, I'm going around the country. I do I do think that there's going to come a time over the next few years where everyone kind of comes back to Boston when mm-hmm. they like get out of their system. Yeah, so. I know. We'll see. We'll always have Boston. Oh, God, I need to get out of the state. How was the ballet? I saw the photos on Instagram. You looked amazing. How was it? The ballet was like, (laughs) it was an interesting experience for sure. Why? Um, I mean, I genuinely enjoyed it. Like, I, I love that stuff. And I, it was like on my bucket list, like of things I wanted to do while we were here. And Michael was such a trooper. Like, obviously it wouldn't be his first choice um, to go to the ballet, but he knew something I wanted to do. So he's like, all right, let's do it. And then we had um, my best friend, Ashley and her husband, Austin, were coming to visit us. So they were like, yes, we want to go too. Um, so we go, you have to wear like, at this point, the mask mandates drop pretty much everywhere in New York city, except for the ballet. So you had to wear masks there, which is fine. We knew that ahead of time. And so we show up and it's like, it starts at eight and I think it's supposed to go like over like around two hours, maybe more, but there's intermission. So it'll be like a 25 minute, um, kind of act. And then there'll be an intermission and then there'll be like another one and then an intermission. So there's like a few intermissions throughout where people will kind of like socialize, discuss, discuss the act that just happened, have some drinks, etc. So we show up and the doors close at eight. So if you're not there by eight, they don't let you in. Oh. Like it's very, very strict because they don't want you to like take away from the performance, which I'm sure, you know, because yeah. you like you dance. Yeah. You'll distract up. the dancers. Exactly. So we got there. It's like 750 and we were like in line to get drinks. We're like, oh, we'll definitely get drinks by eight. And we'll like get to our seats. And they're like, no, no, no. You can't take your drinks into the um, like you can't Theater. take your drinks in you can only drink like in like the common area. So Michael was already kind of a little bit like, mm, like is this <laughs> worth it? <laughs> we, we had dinner before and stuff. And we kind of thought we were like, oh, we, we'll just kind of like have some champagne, watch the show. They were like, no, 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 no. Like you can only drink like during like intermissions and before and after. So we're like, okay. So we get to our seats, we sit down, we're like in the back, like in the nosebleeds, obviously. And there's a couple sitting next to Michael and like, like Michael, like his masks, I, I'm pretty sure it was over his nose, but the guy was like yelling. He was like, he's like masks and vasts, like vasks, vasks. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Plur- Vaccines. <laughs> and so Michael like pulls his like mask up like even higher on his nose. And the guy was like, thank you. And we were like, oh shit. Okay. So we're like sitting there and all these people are like very much sitting around us. They're like very much into the ballet. Like they're pulling out like their binoculars and everything. We're watching the act <laughs> it was beautiful like it was cool it's cool to see like the, <laughs> the band it's cool to see the ballerinas like obviously they're so breathtaking talented and yeah. gifted and in such good shape and it's just crazy to see people that are like that good at something i was enjoying it there comes it was definitely more of like a modern um 
like it wasn't like very traditional like the nutcracker it was a little bit more modern um and there's this one part where <laughs> there's um like a girl and a guy up there and they're dancing and the guy leaves and it's just it's the girl and it's time for her like big solo for some reason i don't know why i think they're trying to be like edgy they have the band stop playing so it is dead silent in this theater for like a good seven minutes of just her tapping around like <laughs> jumping in the air and like just like tapping and like like tapping mm. in circles and like kind of like hunching down and, like tapping and jumping in there and tapping and picture like you can hear a pin drop and you're just hearing like tap 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 I don't know what it was, but Ashley starts laughing. <laughs> oh, and, no. And, oh. and Ashley's like, let me preface, not a disrespectful person. No, like, probably, she's like, not. One of the nicest people. And she also does have an appreciation, like, for the arts. Yeah. She's just someone where, like, when there's, like, crazy silence, like, she laughs. Like, you know when people, like, laugh when they get, like, uncomfortable, where they laugh mm-hmm. when they think there's, like, an awkward pause. Laugh at a so funeral, yeah. Kind of, giggling and I have this crazy flashback to high school when her and I used to be in English class together and we would have like silent reading time and she would just start laughing because like during silence that's what she does and I would start laughing because of her laugh and we would start having like tears streaming down our face and the teacher would kick us out of class in high school so I have a flashback to this I hear like the silent you know when someone's like trying to hold in laughter but you can like hear like the silence yeah. of it so I start giggling a little bit and <laughs> she hears me giggle and she is like crying she has her she has her mouth like in her husband's shoulder, like trying to hold back the laughter. And the people around us at this point, they're like turning around because they hear her. And we're like, oh my God, we're gonna get kicked out. Cause like you like this girl up there is like hustling, like jumping in the air, playing, like doing all the stuff. And there's a group of assholes in the back of the theater <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I was like, and I literally like, Ashley, pull it together. And her husband's like, Ashley. And she's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, you could just see like tears streaming down her face. And he was like, I was trying to come up with any reason. Like, if the people in front of us turned around, he was going to be like, I'm sorry. She's just really emotional. Like, she used to be a dancer herself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just trying to come up with anything. We finally make it through oh, and the curtain goes up. Everyone starts clapping and they were like getting their flowers and stuff and we like it was like the first intermission and michael's like all right we tried like we gotta go like we can't we can't be here so literally after 45 minutes we left we made it no one, way. one set um we're we are not the you know <laughs> we're not like the type that i guess can handle something that's you know nice and <laughs> i guess elegant like we're really not those types of people so we called it a night, but we gave it our valiant effort. It was good to go. Honestly, you did the right thing. Like you realized that like, okay, like this might not be cut out for us. Like let's see ourselves out before we get kicked out because there's nothing more embarrassing than getting kicked out of somewhere that's like a very well, well-established place. Like you, you did the right thing. You were proactive. Yeah. I respect Like we got it. there, Michael had to go to the bathroom. They were like, no, 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 you can't get up until like the, the first intermission Ashley's like crying laugh silently like, and you laughing. can't drink I'm trying not to laugh I'm like all right and I also knew like in the end of the day I was like I could tell the boys like they were there because they they knew we wanted to go and right. I was like I don't want to force them so I was like it's the right thing that we and I don't think anyone sitting around us will be disappointed that <laughs> that we didn't come back however I will say I did actually like it so I would like to go back in the future and maybe like, not bring Ashley <laughs> Well, <laughs> not even Ashley. Ashley can come, but I don't think I want to like force. Like, I think it if has. I went with someone who genuinely was like into ballet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like not force Michael to go because I did feel kind of bad because I could just feel him like sitting there and like kind of twitching and like moving around and stuff. And I was like, oh, like I know he doesn't want to be here. It's just not his thing. Yeah, but alas, it's fine. Well, A plus for trying, E for effort. Yeah. So- yeah. Good. All right. Drunk dates. Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to pretend like everyone's asking us for our opinion on the whole tink situation. Cause that's what I'm seeing all the influencers do. They're like, all right guys, you want to stop asking about tanks. I'll tell you how you I feel. feel like people actually like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> say shit like that. Do you think they're actually getting asked? Or do you think they want to feel like they're being asked? 
like, oh my God, like people keep asking me for my skincare routine. It's like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, Tuesday, it's- Tuesday, Tuesday, I actually care. <laughs> I don't know. You guys didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you. Anyway, um, anyway, so if you don't know who Tinks is, she basically was just some normal bitch until the pandemic and then she blew up on tiktok like you know everyone else did except for us um so (laughs) now she so now she's i don't know i don't know what she's just an influencer she has her own podcast now um wasn't she just like really funny and she would give good advice advice and like she would like talk about celebrities and shit or am i thinking of someone else no she definitely gave advice i don't really know about the celebrities i don't know i i i did i do follow her i did think that you know she had some she has some interesting entertaining content um but now she is under fire for resurfacing tweets from not a year ago not five years ago but a whole decade ago and here's here's the thing okay so these tweets are i'm sorry okay this is probably not funny but like she called kim kardashian like fat and ugly and i'm just like I mean, like, come on, like, whatever. Like, she was an asshole. Okay. She wasn't racist. She didn't tell someone to unalive themselves. Like, those are real. Those those two things are just He's under fire for calling Kim Kardashian fat and ugly. Yeah. Well, like, it wasn't just Kim Kardashian. She called, like, a couple other celebrities. Like, I don't know. Who else? I don't know who. Do you know who Tori Spelling is? Yeah. I don't know who that is. There's it was like Kim Kardashian, Tori Spelling and then other uh, you know celebrities. She called them either like fat or pathetic or whatever. And it's like yeah. 10 years ago she was 21 years old. Like she's now 31 years old. Like I didn't realize that she was you know that much older than I mean she's not that much older, but I didn't I thought she was like our age to be honest. I was just going to say it's interesting because so think about the, the normal person sitting at home talking shit about kim kardashian right we all do it that's that's so normal because you're like a normal person so like if you want to be like oh the kardashians are ugly like you can say that as a normal person but as soon as you become famous there's like this new responsibility where you have to watch what you say because you're setting an example and you don't want to be like fat shaming or like doing whatever not that anyone should fat shame but like I feel like there was like a different expectation caught like cast upon celebrities. 100%. It's interesting though. Cause when she said this stuff, she, she wasn't famous. So she was just like anyone else sitting at home being like, ah, LOL. Like Kardashians are ugly. Like we've all probably said that at some point, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, but, like, Kim well, Kardashian, hype is, like, she probably was ugly 10 years ago. Let's be real. Like I've always said it. Like, I'm not ugly. I'm just poor. Because if you look at the before and after (laughs) photos of the Kardashians, like they were all not that great looking before they got thousands and thousands of dollars of work done. And also like it was just a glow up. Like I feel like we're fine wine. We mature with age. We get better looking with age. Like I was so ugly in high school and like some of college, honestly. But also it's like the shit that just calling and obviously i don't know like the full details of everything she said but just like calling kim kardashian ugly like yeah that's not a nice thing to say you shouldn't call anyone ugly like and you shouldn't say anything about someone's appearance and things they cannot control 100 percent. but also like how you know what's way worse is like the tabloids and all the people that were out in the early 2000s and some of the shit that they would say about the kardashians and paris hilton and britney spears they were ruthless and so so mean and they'd pick apart every little single bit of like celery someone would celery cellulite someone would have the fact that i just called cellulite celery it's really <laughs> disturbing but anyways they were so mean like perez hilton like why aren't people like i don't understand i feel like people focus on the wrong things a hundred percent and you know we don't cancel the paparazzi even though we should because they're actually the bullies and i yeah. just want to know like at what point do we start canceling the cancelors like all the people that are trying to cancel tanks for shit that happened a decade ago. I just like what loser has that much time on their hands to like, let me just scroll back to Tinks's tweets from a decade ago. Like get a freaking life. percent agree. Get a life. So disturbing. Who does that? And also, you know what I'm wondering? Are you scrolling back with her tweets because you're a fan and you love her? Or are you looking for something like what? Like, who are you? Who are these people? You know, I mean, that's got to be some like hater behavior hater behavior look at me hater behavior because i love dave portnoy and you don't see me scrolling back 10 years i have better things like to do for 
I have better things to do. That's the thing. Like I, I've been thinking about this a lot recently because who are the people that are looking back and looking for dirt? Is it the fans that are like, but like, no, cause you're right. Like if you're really a fan no. of someone, you're not looking for reasons to like find dirt on them and cancel them. So it must be the haters that are doing it. But that also is disturbing. Cause I'm like, imagine like, I'm trying to think of celebrities I don't care for. And I'm like, yeah, there's a long list. You know what the, the number one thing I probably wouldn't do is spend hours and hours of my day going through all their shit. Like if I'm not a fan of a celebrity, I'm not going to be like, okay, let me just spend hours of my life like obsessing over them. Cause you know what that makes you, that makes you a fan. Like yes. in the end of the day, the it's just so, day. it's just such like, a weird mentality that our culture has where it's like, let me find a reason to cancel this person before they've even done anything wrong. If Tinks, let's say Tink said something somewhat disturbing today. Let, let's say she said like a rude remark or was like calling someone fat or ugly or did something. And then someone was like, all right, let's see if she did anything else. I still don't love that. But like, at least there'd be like, I guess some sort of a justification, but to just wake up on a random Monday and start like looking for dirt on someone who's done nothing to you, because honestly, just because you're jealous that you probably don't have any popularity and fame. Like, why, why are you doing like, spend your time, spend that time trying to make something of yourself and like, be productive. I don't know. Like, it's just such a waste of your time. You're not going to look back in 10 years and be like, wow, thank God I spent that much time trying to cancel celebrities. Like, I'm so right. thankful. Like, I'm have such a good full life now. Stupid. Yeah. I think if anyone deserves to be bullied, it's James, James Charles. Go look through his tweets from 10 years ago. Cause I'm sure there's a lot more entertaining stuff than Kim Kardashian's fat. Mm. Like grow up. Yeah. Whatever. Or Chrissy Teigen, who literally like told someone to commit suicide. Exactly. Like, go, go after her. Like, exactly. why did we forget about that? That's my thing. That's probably like one of the few few instances where I'm like, yes, like that person needs to be done. Why no? Why are we not talking about that anymore? Like, why are we obsessing over the wrong shit all the time? I don't know. I have no idea. But speaking of the Kardashians, um, okay, <laughs> Black China. If you don't know who she is, she had a baby with Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I don't know their current relationship status i don't know if they're still together but they have a five-year-old girl together named dream and black china is trying to sue the kardashian family right now imagine imagine your freaking like brother's baby mama is trying to sue you for millions of dollars is it for like so she's defamation or something no, no, she's suing for like emotional trauma. So basically she's suing the Kardashians for $140 million for economic and general damages. So $109 million is for economic damage. I don't know what the hell that means. And then $36 million in general damages for emotional distress, alleging that the family was responsible for derailing her reality TV career. She what have a reality TV career? Exactly. Apparently, allegedly, she did, and I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I had no idea. Here's I, my thing: it would be very like you'd be hard pressed to to prove that in a court of law because anyone knows anything that the Kardashians touch turns famous. Mm-hmm. So, if, like, the only reason I know who Black China is is because of their Kardashians. Same. In the end of the day, like not to take away from her. Like I know she like I know she has her own shit. So it's nothing against her. Does I'm she just though? saying, like, there are yeah, like she like I know she's she did stuff and like had her own stuff going before she met Rob and before like she got involved with the Kardashians and everything. But in the end of the day, you can't deny the fact that like being involved in that family, regardless of like, okay, maybe things didn't end well or maybe I think they didn't like her or whatever the situation was you can't deny that they like brought more popularity and more to you, whether or not that was good or bad publicity, like people found out about you because of them that might not have known you before. So I feel like that'd be so hard to prove. To be acquainted with the Kardashians or associated, I should say is an honor and a privilege. And what you do with that clout is like in your hands. Like you can fuck up your own life. You fuck up your own reality TV show. Don't blame the Kardashians. Like, Take responsibility for your own actions. A hundred and forty million dollars. Like a million dollars for mm-hmm. emotional distress. What like what even does that mean? I don't know. And I guess you filed this in twenty seventeen and it's just now like I think actually getting to court. I don't really know. I, I know it's really hard to sue people. That's why like when 
I hear people like drama about that. I'm like, well, good luck with that. Like suing is actually a lot harder than you think. Um, but the attorney really? for the Kardashians has requested that the lawsuit be dismissed because she, China hasn't been able to like prove anything. Like she hasn't been able to provide any evidence, any economic analysis or any expert testimony that supports her claim. Like, so like you'd have to pull up data and be like, okay, this yeah. happened on their state. And my reality show, day, yeah. My show got canceled, and then the day after that, and like even with that, honestly, it'd be really, really difficult to make a to like prove that what they did directly resulted in what happened to her. It'd be like it's so difficult to prove things like that, which is part of why, like, I don't know, these situations just piss me off because I always wonder, like, is this person suing to just like get a quick like, buck? Or to, like, have their five, like, seconds of fame again. Like, okay, like, this whole thing is coming up now. People are talking about Black China again. Like, is she going to get more Instagram followers because of it? Like, you never know. I feel like it'd be kind of frustrating. Like, I just, we always say this. It'd be frustrating being famous. Like, I'd be so annoyed with everyone all the time. Because, mm-hmm. like, people are constantly just, like, coming after you for things that you, like, may or may not have done. <laughs> yeah. And it's not it's not cheap to actually fight a lawsuit. Like, the Kardashians are probably wasting. So, I mean, not that they have to worry about money but they're probably spending so much money just to like get this just dismissed yeah which is a waste of time she's wasting their time you have a freaking child with rob kardashian i don't know if he has any money to his name but that should be enough go get your child support (laughs) and go away please Please. okay megan fox confirmed that mgk and her actually do drink each other's blood in an interview with british glimmer magazine yeah so remember when they there's that (laughs) disturbing (laughs) remember how they got engaged in like i don't know january and in the caption she wrote some creepy shit about how they drink each other's blood everyone was kind of like oh is that like for are they attention seeking like is that true like we all questioned whether or not it was true because honestly i wouldn't put it past them but she did, in fact, confirm. So she did, like, a whole... She was on the cover of British Glamour magazine. They did this sick photo shoot. But then she also did an interview with them. And she said that they do consume each other's blood for ritual purposes. But it's okay because it's only a few drops of blood. It's They're not drinking a chalice of blood. It's just, just, a, few, just, a, few, just a few drops of each other's blood. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about mm-hmm. that, but I do, th- like, I know that if humans, like, can't, you can't, like, drink blood, like, I'm pretty sure, like, it, like, it makes Isn't it thick? So I guess, yeah, like, you Oof. can't just, like, like, if, you, if if someone were to, like, pour me a glass of, like, someone's blood, like, I would throw up, like, you can't do that, mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of confused by that whole thing, but she's like, oh, it's just a few drops, <laughs> she's like, a drop a day will keep the doctor away. <laughs> I want to know what ritual they're performing, I would- Probably some- sort of creepy ass like satanic ritual like they all do i'm honestly extremely disturbed by this and i don't think it's cool that like we're putting this out there and just like not to be one of those people because i'm not like like think of the children but i'm also like why are we like putting this out there and acting like this is okay behavior like it's not it's really really creepy like what sort of creepy rituals are you doing and honestly if you are doing creepy rituals good for you like i don't want any part of it and i don't need to know about it like what's with the tmi with these people all the time it's disturbing. Okay, I might be on the other end of that spectrum because I would pay to be a fly on the wall during that ritual and I want to know, <sighs> is there something that I'm missing? Is there something I should be doing? What is there to gain? Yeah. Like, if if licking a couple drops of blood is going to give me eternal beauty, I might consider it. I mean, it's I probably know. just a little salty, you know? Eh? I mean... Meg, Megan Fox has been beautiful her whole life and the eternal beauty thing clearly is not working on MGK. So. Oh. <laughs> right after I talked about how you shouldn't be like making comments about <laughs> uh, I know. I don't, I don't know what she sees in him other um, than his person. I don't know. I just, I think it's, I think it's creepy. I don't, I mean, whatever, like whatever your thoughts are on that sort of thing. I just, I, I don't know. It is like, why? Why do we need to know? Just like move on with your life and I don't know. I just think they're creepy. I don't know if I like see. Also, didn't who else had like some like a vial of like their blood around their neck? Was it Angelina Jolie? 
Oh God! She used to have like blood, like she used to like carry around blood or something. Like I don't know what these people's obsessions is with blood. I don't know. They clearly know something that we don't, and we'll never know unless we get to that level of rich and fame. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. You know. Okay, just a quick update on Miss Haley Bieber. We talked about this a couple weeks ago on Drunk Deets when she suffered a stroke or a blood clot that gave stroke-like symptoms. And she recently posted a 12-minute long video on her Instagram feed giving basically a health update on what's been going on. Um, She said that, you know, there was three potential reasons why she suffered a blood clot and she said it could be one birth control pills um, because she gets migraines and she went on birth control without telling her doctor um, and I guess like, how do you do that that's what I was wondering like maybe she went on it like from her gyno and didn't tell her primary care doctor I don't know that I, I questioned that too um, but she also recently had COVID and then she was also recently on a long flight so she went to go get testing done and they were like those three things could have been attributing factor to why this happened but basically she found out that she had I don't know what it is but a grade five PFO which is the largest PFO you can have and she basically had a small blood clot um, in her heart that escaped from her heart through the the PFO and then it traveled to her brain and that's why she experienced that like basically mini stroke so she just had a procedure done on her heart it's called like a PFO closure and now she's recovering and it went well and everything and honestly like her video was so informative like the way she explained it she provided like pictures on the screen of what she was talking about she put pictures up of definitions of what she was talking about on the screen um it was a very very interesting video kind of squeamish i i didn't like i don't like talking about like stuff like that grosses me out right but sounds like she's all better now because she got it closed so hopefully no more strokes for miss Haley. she's only 25 i feel like Haley bieber is just it's so funny you just said her age because i feel like she's just like such so mature she is well spoken no she really was in the video you have to watch it i just feel like i don't know she's just like one of those She's one of those celebrities I genuinely and just like, I feel like she's a good egg. I feel like she's well-spoken, great sense of style. She seems like very genuinely down to earth, which again, I could be completely wrong because I don't know her, but I, I do like her. Like, I think she's, I feel like she tries like the, like the informative part. Like, I feel like I can see her doing that, like trying to genuinely like be informative and stuff, which I like. Yeah, and when she posted it and the way that she started it, I generally thought that she was about to address, like, the Selena haters because she, I don't know, it was, like, dramatic for a quick second. And I know she recently posted on TikTok, like, leave me alone. So I was like, oh, maybe. Why are they, like, I'm sorry. Why haven't they just, like, put that to bed already? Because Justin Bieber has, like, 12-year-old fans who, like, don't know how to be mature. So they're bullies. Yeah, but, like, these 12-year-old fans we're probably like oh, and Selena fans. seven what and Selena fans that are probably 12 too right but like these Selena and Justin fans that are 12 years old were probably like eight when Justin and Selena were actually together it's been so many years like he has been married to Hailey Bieber for years now I know I just think that's crazy to like still be like berating this girl when in the end of the day like he's the one that left Selena Gomez if they're mad at anyone it should be him not her that she's like so shitty you freaking tell them that. Put that shit on a blimp and get it going. I can't stand those people. Like, do you remember, like, that video of her at the... Was it the Met Gala? Yeah. Oh, my God. When she was, like, literally crying on the red carpet because yeah, they were chanting people were her name. Yeah, cheering for, like, Selena. And yeah. she was up there and, like, she had to get, like, they gave her, like, sunglasses. It was, like, yeah. so heartbreaking. I, I literally posted on my personal Insta story about it because I was so upset that people were treating her like that. I'm like, seriously, grow up. Yeah, exactly. And she said that before. She's like, this is like my husband and I am his wife and like we're married. Like you have to respect the, you don't have to like it, but you will respect it basically. And people mm-hmm. are just so disrespectful. Ugh. And it makes me even more mad that it's like bratty teenage girls because I feel like that's like the worst type of human. <laughs> we were all there though. We were once 13 year olds that were basically terrorized children or terror children. Yeah, but I was never like a like a stand of a celebrity like I feel like I was never like a kid that was like going on like 
that would go on Hailey Bieber's Instagram and like say mean things to her. Oh. Like, I don't think that was ever my vibe. <laughs> I was going to say, I was that girl with Miley Cyrus. Like I was Hannah Montana, but I, but I never left any hate comments. I promise. You can Were go you actually things. that big of a fan? Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's actually bad. I went to like all of her concerts. One time my mom and I, she was performing on Good Morning America it was like a free outdoor concert series, like summer concert series outdoors, 100% free. And so my mom and I, we woke up at 2 a.m., drove to Connecticut, took the train from Connecticut to New York, and like we're there by 8 a.m. just to see Miley Cyrus perform from like oh. a, min- a bajillion miles away. And <laughs> it was bad. I was a- well, that's cute, though. I, I mean, know. I feel like that's cute. I like that. It is. That was such a good era, though, like the Hannah Montana era, like the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that time. That was a fun time to be alive. Like back when Disney was cool. I think that's Sometimes why. Sometimes I feel bad for the kids these days. Like what do they watch? Garbage. Literally garbage. Like when I have children, I'm going to make them watch. Old school. Hannah Montana, like iCarly. And what were like all the stupid, like Kay Arnold's. Will you let your kids watch SpongeBob? Because I feel like it's still going to be on. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with my kids watching SpongeBob. I'm not like super, like whatever without stuff like I feel like probably every cartoon has like some sort of creepy like meaning didn't they say like Spongebob had like inappropriate innuendos or something I have no idea I have no idea like I I thought someone said that to me once whatever at the end of the day it's a cartoon it's fine it's probably not the worst thing they're gonna see because they're gonna get an Instagram one day and have to like watch videos of Megan Fox drinking Machine Gun Kelly's blood so like I feel like (laughs) (laughs) Spongebob isn't that bad it's like it's gonna be fine oh god do you think you'll be like a helicopter parent when you have children Oh, God, I don't know. I really don't. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Wait, I have a quick story that I need to tell because I need to get this off my chest. Um, Because I think I think I need to quit my job because I embarrassed myself so bad. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not quitting, but I did embarrass myself so bad. So one of my team. (laughs) So one of my some this girl on my team. Right. She was talking about her friend that had a baby. Okay. And yeah. she's like a little bit older than us. She's like engaged. Like my 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 team member is why do I call her a team member? My coworker. Ew. <laughs> my my co- team member. <laughs> well, it's okay. I used to call everyone like a colleague and my goal was like it's creepy when you call them colleagues. I like, call them coworkers. Oh, like, oh we use that via email, like when we're talking to other people. We say my colleagues. I think that's why. Yeah. So I'm usually talking to clients and calling yeah. my coworkers colleagues. So I think I just started no, that's saying normal. that. Michael was like, that's like kind of creepy. Like, don't say that. No, that's normal. <laughs> Michael's creepy. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so my coworker, I missed like the beginning beginning half of the conversation and I was like wait who's pregnant and she was like oh my friend let me know why my immediate reaction my immediate reaction was oh gross oh. <laughs> I go oh gross <laughs> like excuse- wait so but she's I- just like casually talking about her friend who's pregnant like no no she just had a baby her friend just had a baby and she's like probably like 28 29 like not 30 yet like late 20s a little bit older than us so like appropriate time to start having kids like not out of the norm or anything but and my- she's like talking to your co-workers about it and you like butt into the conversation yes. <laughs> you're like what yes uh, well because I was I thought like I don't know I missed the first I wasn't listening to the beginning half and then I like just turned my back and I was like wait who just had a baby because I didn't know if it was like someone at my work and she was like oh my friend and I was like oh gross and I just like turned around were they like who is no it person? got so awkward dude no one no one thought it was funny no one because like i'm still new keep that in mind like i've been working here for like two months and wait no one thought it was funny no they were like is, oh no they were like oh like that's not the reaction normally you get and i was like um i I blocked out but i said something about like oh no like i like kids and just just not anytime soon <laughs> And I was like, like as if they asked you're like no I'm just not like and then everyone just like dispersed and like I killed the dude it was so bad and I've been thinking about it every day since and like Wait, yeah it's stop, so bad Abby. do you think you I should quit you, you might have to quit I know <laughs> especially if they're like imagine I feel like maybe they could be like those co-workers that are all like excited to be married and have kids oh they're all older than me they're all like 28 29 so like I'm the oddball out. Like there wasn't like a young coworker that like could get me and like understand like yeah fuck I'm, that. I'm like, scared of getting to that point in my life because I feel like 
I mean, like where, where we work and everyone's where, young, like, well, where, where I work and where you used to work, I feel like everyone's kind of in that same period where I can make a joke being like, LOL, like I'm never going to have kids. And like, everyone's like, ha ah, yes. And they not. know that you don't mean it. It's just like, yeah, they know we're not, kidding. it's just like dark humor. But I feel like when you like hang out, you're probably hanging out with like, a bunch of like future mommy vloggers who are like so excited (laughs) and you just said that and they're like oh (laughs) it was so bad dude and it's literally it's it's what's killing me inside is that I don't want her to think that I think babies are gross I don't want her to think that her I think her friend is gross for having a baby what I meant by gross is like oh like your friend just had a baby like if you had a fucking baby right now I would be like no stop like you're ruining the friend group like whoever's the first person to have a baby fuck you like no we talked, yeah we talked we need about to this. all sit down and agree that we could start having kids this needs to be a mutual friend decision okay we talked about this together or a few weeks ago remember when yeah and i were hanging out at the engagement party we're like it's honestly like selfish it's if selfish you, it's rude if you, if you know your friend is getting married in a few months it's selfish for you to get pregnant because then you can't go and have fun on the bachelorette and like drink at the yeah. wedding like, and you're the pregnant one and you have to be sober and like that's honestly like that's selfish like we all need to get engaged we all <laughs> need to get married and then we can all just like live life being all married together and then we could be like okay it's, we pregnant. can all start having kids now like exactly whoever we're all like on the same page like <sighs> imagine it's like you go to all your friends bachelorette parties you're dropping money you're going out you're like popping champagne you're drinking you're going to the wedding you're having fun you're making a phenomenal toast champagne toast like out till 3 a.m on the dance floor and then all your friends get married you give them the best times of their life and then when it reaches your turn, let's say it's in three to four years, it's your turn to get married. And like three of your friends are pregnant and they're like, oh no, sorry, can't make the bachelorette. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Oh, not going to be drinking. I'm pregnant. Like have to go to bed at 8 p.m. after the wedding. Like, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, yeah. excuse me, bitch. I gave you years of my life. Like, I took years off of my life. I literally <laughs> took years off of my life to party the fuck out of you. So and spent all my money on you. So like, yeah. you will. I don't care how we do it. Like, I think you have to plan that out like as a friend group. And I'm not kidding. Like you should be, if you're not planning out like your weddings and pregnancies now, like you, you should get on that right away. Because I know I would be pissed. I and know. being pregnant is not an excuse. I, I completely agree. And I wish that you were there when it had happened because I immediately was like, mm, okay, I'm on the 30th floor. Like, fuck me i'm going out like i can't do this like it was so bad dude i i can't stop thinking about it and every time i see her at work i want to die i literally want to die i'm like it's just like people that don't get some people get dark humor people don't and honestly it's hard to i'm the same as you i feel like i'm so used to like me and all my friends at work and outside of work and you and like all of us i feel like we're also used to just making like we're really big into like self-deprecation and just like <laughs> yeah. saying like weirdly like sarcastic jokes that we don't mean. But sometimes when you encounter someone that doesn't get that, they're like, wait, like that was kind of messed up. Like, why did you say that? And I'm like, I don't know. I hate myself. Okay? I know. And it's so different when it's, yeah, you're right. It's so different. And oh. see, if it was like, if I said something embarrassing or awkward in front of like you or literally anyone else, like I would be able to like make a joke out of it later. But like, I've been like, questioning every single day like should I bring it up again should I should I make a joke out of it be like haha remember that time when I like accidentally insulted your friend I didn't mean it like that I didn't yeah because you can't bring it up like you just have to kind of move on and then just like hope hope that she'll learn like to love you over time I know but remember that time that you said that to me like a year ago you were like to be honest (laughs) you were being dead serious what did I say I think we were leaving big night one night we were like leaving the studio and like a bunch of people were like talking and joking about something. Oh my god! Yes, I I know who exactly you're talking about. Like, there was like some intern that had started, or like, and everyone was kind of like joking and be like, "Yeah, like new intern, haha." And you were like, "What did you say?" You're like, "Oh, so he's like your little bitch." And like they're like, "No, actually, I treat him with a lot of respect." And you just like shut down and you stopped talking. And like, I think like I made a joke after that. Everything was fine. Like no one like cared. Yeah. But, like, three people like, kind of stared at you and didn't laugh. No. And I remember you were no. like. And the person I said it to didn't think it was funny either. Yeah. And I don't think no, the intern I, thought it was funny. Either. I like laughed and I was like, haha, but like no one else laughed. And then you yeah. and I were walking out and you were like, Shannon, when I'm in social settings, there's a big part of me that considers never speaking because <laughs> 
I really don't think that anything I say is ever like well received. <laughs> it's never well received. And you're being like dead serious. You're like, this is why I don't talk because I never say the right thing. Guys, I literally wish that Shannon was making this up, but that is verbatim what I said. And I still feel that to this day. Like I still question my entire existence and life and just like everything. Because I just, I do this to myself. When will I learn? When will I freaking learn? We've all been there though. We've all been in but some more than where others. we don't feel entirely like comfortable. And I feel like those are the times when you try to overcompensate. Like when I'm with like my close friends, I'll say something. I'm, I go on with confidence. I know what I'm saying. I know my audience. But when I'm in like a new social situation, like I'll never forget when I like first joined my sorority in college, I was so intimidated and like didn't know these girls and I almost felt like I had to overcompensate and like say jokes I wouldn't normally say. And then the things I was saying were probably weird. So people were like, who is this weirdo? And that would just make it worse. And then you start like having the anxiety and it gets like worse and worse. So yep. I feel like we've all kind of been there. Yeah, it's but normal. I but I have to see and work with this girl every day. So I'm really just in a pickle. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Tomorrow you walk in and you're just like overcompensating and you're like, oh my God, my best friend's pregnant. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> well, you want to know the worst part is that <clears throat> so she's on my team and I support the whole team because I'm the EA. So I support everyone on my team and I'm booking her a trip to basically her home. I'm booking the team a trip to their hometown and guess who fucking lives in her hometown that she's, that I'm booking her work trip to the fucking pregnant bitch or the girl that just had a baby. And so she goes, yeah. So I think I'm going to like visit my friend that just had a baby while we're out there. And I was like, um, oh, that's so great. That's, that's great. <laughs> Did I say that though? No. Did I say anything? No, I didn't say shit. I didn't say you shit. Didn't respond. No. You were unresponsive. I was unresponsive. I think that's phenomenal. I think that's stunning. It, it was like a very awkward time. Like it was very awkward. Like when she brought it up, she's like, yeah, so I'm going to go like meet my friend's baby. And I was like, oh, this would be a I'm really like, good so time. I'm like so confident that like this, th this dynamic is just going to flourish and it's going to be great. Uh, I'm confident in you, Gail. God. Okay, so I have a question. You know how I always talk about how like, I hate trends and I hate like the trendy things people say and like like go off queen, like living for that or like it's giving, it's like, why is everything giving something? Like, I don't hmm. understand. Like how about I'm just not giving anything and I'm just like doing something. Like that's fine too. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> I think the one thing that I've been seeing lately that I'm 100% on board with and I feel like, have you seen this? Is like the ick. Oh, obviously. Yeah. I feel like I feel that in my core and I appreciate it. I acknowledge it. And I'm happy that like someone was so eloquently able to put into words, like how I felt about people my whole life. And I feel complete. Yeah. Well, I feel like the ick, it was coined like a relationship kind of term like oh like he gave me the ick and so I stopped talking to him but you can use the ick in everyday normal life yes like oh like I eat the same breakfast every single day until it gives me the ick and then I can never look yeah. at it ever again yes and there's like no reason for it and I feel this with random things but I mean definitely with boys like I I know I think we've talked about this before too I remember like my some someone I dated like when I was like 15. I'll never forget. He was like a two month long relationship. Like you sit together at the lunch table type thing. And I really liked him. And then went home to my mom after school. And I was like, I just hate him now. And she was like, what do you mean? Like you liked him last week. And I was like, yeah, but sometimes when we're sitting there, like I'll be like doing something and I'll look over and he'll be like staring at me. And it's just like gross. Like, I just don't want to, like, I hate him. <laughs> and I like, couldn't put into words what it was. It's like, he just gave me the ick. Like I was just over it. And from that point forward, everything he said and said and everything he did like I just like couldn't stand and it's such like a weird phenomenon like I don't know why it happens but I feel like it happens with like even friends like you reach a point with like people where it doesn't matter if they're being super nice you're just like you're over them and you're like I can't look at you like everything you do pisses me off and I don't know why I'm kind of sad that I think I missed the I think we, we, well, I know we both did. I know you def definitely did. We missed like the ick era, like being single during the ick era. Like when it was coined, like trendy to say, like neither of us were single. So like we couldn't be like, oh, he gives me the ick. I kind of have like a little FOMO. I'm like, oh, hmm. 
I wonder what it's yeah, like. No, like you're like, I don't want to be single, but you're almost like, I kind of want to experience the ick, even though it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> I definitely don't want to experience the ick, but yeah, kind of also like, is it, is it that quick to get the ick? Like I can't, like I've gotten the ick for like people and platonic ways and like food and things and places or whatever but I've never gotten it romantically and one of my best friends is single and she gets the ick so freaking easily and I'm like is it really that easy like is that all it takes is to get the ick and you can never talk to them or see them ever again right well I think there's like two different types too because it might like in really in romantic settings because I feel like there's, you meet the guy and you probably don't have like a ton of feelings for him yet because you guys, you just started talking. So maybe like you kind of like him and think he's kind of cute and you have like the little butterfly feeling. And then you get to know him a little bit more and he keeps talking about, um, you know, how he's in finance and how like, you know, whatever, like dumbass stuff that guys talk about. And you get the ick. You're like, ugh, like this guy sucks. Like I'm just over it. But you never really had any like deep feelings from anyways. So you're just like, ugh. Like, I don't, I almost feel like in that situation, it's like, a, it's a matter of, I think we've all been there when you meet a guy and he initially might like seem, come off as like charming and someone you're interested in it, like for the first date or maybe for the first like 20 minutes, but then actually getting to know them, you're like, Ugh, like this person just is not someone I would talk to. So I feel like that is probably more common, but then I feel like the other type of ick is like, you even see relationships where someone's been like dating someone for like three months or six months. And then for some reason, they're just like over it and they get like the ick from the person. And I feel like that kind of sucks. That does <laughs> Like suck. if they're your actual like boyfriend. I feel like I've only gotten the ick after, after the fact, after dating someone uh, or after like talking after to someone. And I'm like, ew, why did I ever think that they were good looking? Or ew, why did I ever like that? I'm like, then I get the ick. And then I'm like, oh no, this will never, like no ex could ever crawl back into my life because once you're out of my life, I literally have the ick. Yeah. No, I think that's such a good point. Which and is I for feel the like best. There's people, it's just, it's crazy too how your brain works. I feel like there's people that like you, like growing up or like in certain points of your life thinking like, I couldn't imagine my life without this person. And then you're just, when you reach a point where you're over it, you're done. And there's nothing they could ever say or do that could make you be like reconsider that. And I just think it's so crazy, like how powerful your brain can be that you can go from being like dependent on someone and then literally not caring about them anymore. Being like, I don't care what they're doing or if they're seeing anyone, like I wish them the best, but I'm over it. I think that's like awesome. I feel like there's gotta be like surface level ick and then like deep ick. Deep. But even like without like, like not even against the person, but I feel like even in, in relationships, like you can have certain things that your significant other does that just like pisses you off for no reason. Oh, the way like, Mr. Man chews sure- gives me the freaking neck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If wait, the way he chews. Wait, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> Next time we go on a double date, just like sometimes <laughs> I think it's, de- I think it's dependent upon what he eats. But like last night I was like, can you stop? He, we like got like, you like- at them and you're like, who, like, who are you? Like, why are you doing this? It's yeah. so I feel like anyone that's been in a relationship for longer than like anyone that's been in a relationship to outweigh the honeymoon stage has felt this way. Like you're never going to meet a perfect person. And I know there's things I do that literally like Michael is like, ugh, bye. That he just like can't handle. What do you think your ick is that you give him? Like if you had to like really think about it. (laughs) I think sometimes I accidentally like hide his stuff. (laughs) You hide his stuff? What do you mean? We've been in New York for a month and I've been living out of a suitcase because I'm trying to protect my clothes from the roaches that share our apartment with us. <laughs> I like, I pack, like I'll get up in the morning, I'll go to the gym, I'll like come back. Like I have like a dirty clothes, like a bag and then I have like, a clean clothes bag. I like unzip, I have two huge suitcases. I unzip them. I like rifle through for my stuff in the morning. I accidentally will like, I think when I'm trying to put stuff away, like grab Michael's stuff and like tuck them, bury them in my suitcase. So he keeps like thinking he's losing clothes, but he's not. And I just keep putting it in my suitcase. And then when he asks me about it, he's like, where's my, like last night, he's like, where's my sweatpants? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where your sweatpants are. He was like, you definitely put them in your suitcase. I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I swear on my life, they were not in my suitcase. I was like, it's not my problem. You can't find your suitcase. And we went back and forth for like 25 minutes. He opens, he's like, He's like, if I open your suitcase and I find my sweatpants, he was like, I'm going to be so pissed off. And he did. 
And they were there. And they were there. Oh, you're an asshole. So that pisses him off. He also really doesn't like that I use his razor. I didn't bring men's razors are better. Okay, but you've been there for like almost a month. You didn't go to like CVS and get your own. No, no, I I just like fell into a groove, and it's like his razor uses to shave his face. I've been shaving my legs with it, and that really pisses him off. You should see Peter's face right now. Peter has the ick. (laughs) He did not (laughs) like that. And then, like, when I am done using the razor, like, I put it down on, like, the shower, like, on the side of the shower. And he's like, that's so gross. You're going like, to rust just, like, it. Laying down, like, collecting, like, germs. And I'm like, oh, well, that's better than putting it in, like, your, like, your bag where, like, your toothbrush is, like, in my mind. But that gives him the ick, too. He's told me not to do that. And I, I, I keep doing it by accident. And that he doesn't like that either. So I definitely have, like, some things that aren't, like, necessarily, like, great characteristics but but that's that's where the whole love thing comes into play and it's like he has to love you anyway so you you, you're lucky I think what is it what is it that people say like you you like because but you love Love despite despite. yes no it's so true you like someone because of things that they do that make you like them and you love someone despite all the annoying shit that they do because like everyone has annoying shit <laughs> in the end of the day i'm gonna i'm gonna go home and ask mr man what his icks are for me because i'm curious you should. i think that'd be like a good productive thing that you guys could do <laughs> yeah it won't it won't result in a fight at all no no definitely definitely, definitely not. not no um oh also before we move on um <clears throat> I just found out about this. Have you heard of it? The, the new dating app. We were just talking about dating. Mm, it's called no. Thursday or Thursdays or something. No. Wait. Okay. So. It should be called Thursday. drinks after work on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Okay. It's called Thursday. So basically think of Hinge or Tinder or whatever, but it you can only use it on Thursdays. Wait. So stop. I, yeah. So I guess a lot of dating apps. That's like one thing so that stressful. People, well, stressful, but like kind of brilliant. So think of it this way. Like, I feel like a lot of dating apps, people say they're like, they get fatigued, right? Like we, we've all been sitting in there seeing our guy friends, like scroll through like Hinge or, or Tinder and just like swipe left, 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 left for like hours. Right. People just get fatigued and they would like not get back to people right away or whatever. So this app, you can only use it on Thursdays. And I guess because of that, it takes out like the, the fatigue. So like, you know, you can only use it one day of a week. So I guess they've, they've, Basically, their whole thing is because it's only active on Thursdays, people are way more likely to like get back to you right away and yeah. to, like set up dates and like swipe right on people and like start conversations because they know they only have one day to do that and like set up all their dates and stuff versus like having infinite time. People will like go like days or weeks without like getting back to someone. And that's their whole platform. I think it's like a new dating app. So I don't know a ton about it, but I guess it's only available right now in New York and London. So it's like pretty new. Oh, what? So, like, I, I'm assuming it's going to come to Boston soon because I think it's literally. That's genius. I I think that's kind of like interesting, right? It's very interesting. I feel like it would stress me out because well, you would never last a day in it because you take 12 business days to respond to a single yeah. text message. So that wouldn't be your cup of tea. But it kind of stressed me out because like Thursday is perfect. Like finalize your weekend plans. Like are we going to see each other this weekend or not? And then if you don't hang out that weekend, you can either, you either have to like plan because then what if you don't exchange numbers and then on that Thursday you make plans for the next weekend and then that next Thursday rolls around and like you suddenly can't hang out with them anymore and then Thursday rolls around the Thursday before you're actually supposed to hang out and then they tell you, oh no, like I actually can't do tomorrow night anymore and then you're left with no plans on a Friday night because all your friends made plans without you because you were supposed to go on a date. That's just like me being an overthinker. I do. I I hope it comes to Boston and the baddies can try it because I want to know how yeah. it goes. I'm like looking. I'm just like looking at their website right now. It's called getthursday.com is their website. And it's cool because it says exclusive events every Thursday or you can match chat and meet other members that same day. Can you make a so, fake account again? <laughs> I know. And it says basically it's like get gut dating app fatigue question mark like you're not alone. We've never been ready for something more different. And basically, so it says every Thursday, the app comes to life with people near you who also want to meet that day, or you can chat on that Thursday as well. So I think the whole idea is a lot of us know like who work in corporate America. I feel like Thursday is like the most like popular day of the week for like 
grabbing drinks and going on dates and stuff. Cause think about it. Like you're going on a first date. I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not using a weekend night. True. On like I'm, yeah. I'm not going on a first date on a Saturday or a Friday or whatever. And I guess if you want to make, if you meet on this app and you want to make plans for a weekend date, you can do that by chatting and exchanging numbers. But I think the, also the point of this app is like assuming most people are wanting, are going to want to grab drinks for their first date, like on a Thursday night. I feel like that's pretty popular to do. The, the app comes alive on Thursdays. And then they also have exclusive events at some of the sexiest spots in the city on Thursdays. So you can literally like look up like what events they're hosting that Thursday and you can go meet other people who are like on the app and stuff. And then they say um, <laughs> at the end, it says, there's nothing awkward about saying you met on Thursday, which is funny. Wait, say that again? There's nothing what? There's nothing awkward about saying you met on Thursday. Like, as opposed to being like, we met on Hinge. You can be like, oh, we met on Thursday. <laughs> oh, wait, that is so clever. I want to know who created I this. because the- I think it's kind of cute. But yeah, like I said, it's only in New York and London. So I, I guess I'll, you know what? I'm going out tonight for drinks. I'm going to have my guy friend, Dan, create a profile on Thursday. And I'm going to get his two cents on it this week because we're in New York City. So to it. I will report back to the baddies. I think this is a cute idea because honestly, the thought of having to get back to people like seven days a week is overwhelming. So I actually think I might like if I were single, I think I would like this. But um hopefully it comes to Boston soon and the baddies have another way to meet non-shitty guys. <laughs> I'm here for it. Love, Love it. that. Okay. Let's do product spotlight what do you have I know you have something you always do okay so something I've been doing recently I haven't worn bronzer like in months I don't know why it's like I go through periods where I like only wear blush um but the other day I was like okay I'm breaking out the bronzer and I've always been like I feel like you and I are both like powder like we use like the powder bronzer yeah or whatever so I've had like the milk makeup um bronzer stick for months and I've like never really used it before but this weekend I decided to give it a shot I was really intimidated because I feel like I'm always scared of the like the bronzer sticks like looking like cakey and like kind of gross and like not knowing how to like blend it in but I gave it a shot I loved it so it's it's by milk makeup and it's the matte cream um bronzer stick so it's like literally looks like a stick of lipstick almost Mm -hmm. and you literally like glide it across your cheekbones and then you um contoured and using like your like beauty blender so I usually use the opposite end of my beauty blender that I don't use for my foundation and you kind of blend it in your cheekbones I honestly love it because sometimes I feel like the my issue with powdered bronzer is that sometimes it makes it look like too like cakey or like in certain pictures it just kind of looks like you rubbed like random shit on your face (laughs) but this is like you can kind of control like how it looks and it gives it this really nice, like even glow. And I feel like the milk one in particular, like, they did such a good job just making it like super creamy, super easy to blend. So I love it. Um, I use the color baked, which I think is perfect baked. on my skin tone, but there's two different tones in case you want to use a different one. So okay. highly recommend. Um, it was honestly like, it took me three minutes. It's $21. You can get it at Sephora. Um, $21 is definitely like on the pricier side, but I will say like, I did like one line on my left cheekbone, one line on my right cheekbone, like two lines on my forehead and I was done. So I would assume it's going to last me a really, really long time. Cause it's not like you're caking it on there. Honestly, so I definitely think it's a good investment. $21 isn't that much when you consider some of the other high end bronzers at Sephora. Like, I feel like that's like, it's like a step above drugstore pricing, but it's cause like, I, I don't know what, the, what is, there's like a 16 or $17 bronzer, the sold, I don't know what it's called. It smells like coconuts, it's a drugstore one. I don't know what it's called, but that one's expensive. Oh, is that the one you use that you like? Yeah. That's like yeah. my, that's my favorite drugstore one. But honestly, like I have that right now and I just hit pan on it and I wanted to try something new anyways. Cause like, I'm not, I'm kind of over it. I feel like there's like, I get sick of makeup so easily and I want to like try yeah. new stuff. So I honestly think I'll try this. I've never tried a cream bronzer though. So I'm kind of intimidated. I almost feel like whenever it comes to like trying on a new like makeup technique, I feel like I try to do it on a night when it's not like, like I wouldn't do it for the first time on like a big event where you're right. like wanting to look like your best. So I did it on a night when I was just like casually going out with my friends, but it honestly was easier than I thought. Like I just like did it in like 
I don't know, like the way that you put your foundation on, like yeah. just kind of pat in circles. But I feel like I was able to like enunciate my cheekbones and it like looked natural. Like it didn't look like I had like bronzer caked on my cheekbones, like where I looked like super fake. So it was like a good glow. And That's I feel like key. they are just such a good brand. And I feel like I see so many people like post about them. So like highly recommend. They also have like a sh- one that has like a shimmer in it, which okay. I don't think, like, I think if you wanted to do that, it could kind of give you like a highlight with it. I didn't get that one, but if yeah. anyone uses it, let me know. Hmm. Well, I think I'm going to try it. You sold me. I'll try anything. Ooh, there we once. go. Okay. So I don't have anything new that I've actually tried, but I did just order. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I think it's just called Array. Um, They're basically, so they're bloat pills. However, Ooh. I think I missed the bus on this one. It, it went like viral either a couple months ago or honestly, maybe last year. I don't know. I'm, I'm losing track of time. But if you know Skinny Confidential podcast, Lauren Bostic, I don't know how to pronounce her name. She loved, she loves it. She raves about it. She has a coupon code for it that I used. Um, it didn't save me that much money, but it was still something. It basically is a, like a bloat pill, but a natural bloat pill. So it claims that it will get rid of your bloating in less than an hour, which I feel like is a pretty... Um, crazy claim. Crazy claim, yeah. So I'm really intrigued to see if it actually works. Their website says, like, it's all, like, clean formulations, no fillers, potent ingredients, and nothing else. Um, their whole thing is results you can feel, immediate relief, but make it 100% natural. So you're supposed to take two to three bloat capsules immediately after your meal, whether you've just had an indulgent dinner or need overall digestion help, digestion help, we've got your back. So I guess it reduces heartburn, speeds food breakdown, and prevents gas. Um, all things that I need help with. Um, it's, it's basically an expensive version of Tums and like a cleaner version of Tums. So it's $48.00 for 60 capsules and so if you're taking two after dinner that that gets you 30 30 servings worth so I don't know we'll see I'm really I I feel like I'm struggling right now with bloating and I don't know why like I thought it was like triggered by food but I don't know I just need to get my gut in check so I figured why not try something that's like actually good for you and not filled with crap Wait, so here's the thing though, like I know you said you missed the boat, but sometimes it's good to miss the boat with things like that because you can actually see the results. Like have people said, like now that this has been around for so long, like people are still saying it works and that like they didn't have any side effects. I feel like that's kind of like a good thing to actually be able to see. Yeah, that's a good point. My one of my coworkers that I didn't insult um told me to try it. So she said she likes it, so we'll see. Okay, yeah, report back. Did you do that parasite trend or cleanse by the way yet? No, I chickened out. Oh my God, you have to do it. I want you to do it. I, I want to know. know. I w- I'll do it. Wait, actually wait and we'll do it together when I do okay. that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, the seeds started to like not get moldy, but get like gross. So I had to throw them out. I, I waited too long to do it. So I'm pissed that I like, I literally got two papayas and scooped out all the seeds and cleaned them. And it's honestly annoying to clean. Like the seeds aren't that easy to clean, um, but it's well worth it. And it's cheaper than buying like fake pills that don't probably actually clean you out. So We'll see. Right. Well, let me know. We can do it together. I'm also, when we get back, our friend Zach is like, um, just rented this place in Southie that I'm probably going to be like kind of moving into or like for the summer. So you're going to be in Southie. The the nomad life. I know, but it's, we'll see. We'll see. I love that. Cause then we can start going out more together. I know. I'm like very, I'm excited. It's nice to have things to look forward to. So it'll be lovely. But thank you, everyone. That's all we had this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Drinks After Work. You know where to find us on social media. But if you don't, and this is your first time, Gail will tell you to find where to find us because I'm honestly horrible at it. <laughs> at Drinks After Work underscore on Instagram, at Drinks After Work, no underscore on TikTok. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new girlfriends, look for fun things to do, join our private Facebook group. We have over 6,000 girls that you know there's so many success stories of finding new friends so join it today it's linked in our instagram bio the hoobie link or you can just search drinks after work dash boston baddies and we will see you baddies next week see you next week baddies goodbye